Today is Friday, August 26th, 2022, and it has been almost a month since I podcasted. If you will remember, I podcasted the last time on, it was Pride 48 weekend on that Friday, and we did a gangbang show. Actually, I posted it um, Monday, August 1st, so it's been 25 days since I podcasted, and it's time to podcast. I need to move this microphone so it might make some noise. Okay. Oh, there we go. I think that's better. Let me wait a minute. Okay. <laughs> I had to take all my stuff out, all of my equipment out, and reset it up because I had been I had it put it away for uh, 25 days. Anyway, so I am back, and I posted on Twitter that I would probably podcast today, and I think I'm going to start out with. Well, I'll tell you where I've been and, and all of our little trips and stuff that we've been on, but um, I wanted to start out with a voicemail from Scotty that actually came in on August 1st, Monday, August 1st. So he's probably been saying, where is that voicemail? So anyway, let's listen to this voicemail from Scotty, the little Aussie battler in Australia. G'day, Archer. It's Scotty, your Aussie battler. Today's the 1st of August, 2022. And what a great Pride 48 weekend. Thank you for having me on your gangbang show. You're very welcome. Um, I didn't really get a word in edgewise, but that's because of Baron Frosty and Daniel Brewer. And, I mean, I guess they were the loudest, weren't they? But, hey, I've got an Apple question for you. I need to know. I'm thinking that I should get some more of these subscription services because at the moment all I've got is iCloud 50 gigabytes for $1.49 per month. I cancelled Apple TV in February because all the shows were dumb or just so American that they looked cringeworthy. Okay. <laughs> and I haven't really missed it, but I'm thinking maybe I should. I don't have Apple Music because I just play the music I want that I've got in my iTunes thing but I don't know maybe I should get it so the individual Apple One which I'm sure you probably have I do um, no you'd have Premiere wouldn't you anyway it's $19.95 a month here and Premiere is $39.95 per month what a bloody ripoff! <laughs> and I don't know what's the point Apple News is crap uh, I stopped using that like two years ago. Um, I mean, I suppose it'd be good to have Apple TV again. Um, Apple Arcade, I probably just would never bother to play it. Apple Music, I don't know. Is that worthwhile? I don't... I just don't know. And then I thought maybe I should just buy the things separately, the things that I actually want. So if I get... Apple Music Voice that you can only use Siri. I don't know why that would be bad, but it's cheap. It's $5.99. And then Apple TV Plus is $7.99. And then I could still keep my iCloud 50 for $1.49. And if I paid for a year of Apple Fitness up front, that equals $9.99 per month. So if I did those... That would come to $25.46 a month. So that's not bad, is it? It's I still guess. way cheaper than the stupid Premier one, which is $39.95. So I don't know. Tell me what you've got. Um, I know it probably won't matter because you're 
like almost as rich as Adam and Daniel. But, oh my God, no, I'm uh, not. Let me know what you've got, what you <laughs> use, and how much it costs in America. And um, happy August. Pinch and a punch. <laughs> All right. Thanks so much for the uh, voicemail, Scotty. You have a lot of stuff in there to unpack, but I will say that I, um, well, first of all, I thank you for being on the um, Gangbang Show. I'm sorry that, that, that you were um, limited in your amount of talking, but I don't really, you know, I don't have too much control over, um, you know, so much stuff going on in the Gangbang Show. But anyway, maybe in the future you can join again. Now, as to the Apple services, well, I have the Apple One services, and I didn't realize there was a premium plan, but I guess that's what I have. But um, I have all the services. I have Apple Music. I've got Apple Arcade. I've got Apple Fitness. I've got um, Apple TV. I've got Apple News. I've got all. I have all of the services for thirty-one dollars a month, and I know that that is. For you, you said it was 39 but that's the difference in the, um, the dollar, I guess. But um, unless you actually use the services, for example, I actually do use Apple News because I ha- I've set up a, a notification so that when there's a new article posted, it will tell me and I will click on it and see if it's something I want to read at a later date. And then I save the link to it in a notes, uh, on a note in the um, notes app. So I can go back and reference it. Um, so I do use Apple News. Um, I do use Apple Music. And I'm not sure about the voice one that you're talking about. I know that they recently introduced that one where you can only use Siri. But um, I have the full Apple Music. And I'll tell you what I like about it. Um, you're allowed to download the music to your computer. And then I make playlists. And then, like, for example, if my husband and I are having dinner and we want to listen to a certain type of music... I either create the playlist or just tell Siri to play that kind of music and she'll just, you know, start playing it. And then, of course, you can ask her to play any specific song that you want to hear. So um, I actually really like Apple Music. Um, The only thing that I, I guess the only thing I don't really care about, I mean, that that I find annoying, I guess, is in my car, if I'm using Apple CarPlay and I'm playing Apple Music, then it's using you know, data to download. And if you're not in a location that has um, a signal, then you can't really use Apple Music unless you've already downloaded the songs to your phone or to your computer and you've made a playlist or whatever. So um, that's the only thing I don't really like. But I we pretty much just use Apple Music at home using the um, home little HomePod minis. We have those all over the house so we can ask it to play anything we want. And usually she has it. Um, so what else? The Apple Fitness, I have used um, some of those uh, workouts or whatever, but I haven't done them recently, so I'm probably wasting money there. But I have used them in the past, and I probably should definitely get back to using them again. So there's that. And I do not use Apple Arcade. I don't play any games, but because you know it's part of the package, you just you get it. Um, the other thing, too, is the... Uh, iCloud storage, because you said you had 50 gigabytes. Well, I have, I guess it's part of the, I didn't, again, I don't know about a premier package, but it's just the service that I have. It's two terabytes of storage, and I use it to back up, um, well, I back up all my information on three different locations, on an external uh, SSD, 
I have it backed up to my um, Synology, uh, what's it called, um, storage thing. Oh, network storage, yes. Yeah, so I um, backed it up on the network storage thing called Synology. And then I also back it up in the iCloud so that I have three different places where I have all this, all my most important stuff backed up. Um, so I definitely use that. And if I were to cut some of those things, I would have to delete or take it out of the cloud, um, the stuff that I want to store there. So I use all the, I use the majority of the services that are, that come with Apple one. Um, I, if you, I think I, I know you like to limit things. I think if you were to start to use these things and found out, you know, and discovered how useful they are, you might go ahead and up, you know, update or upgrade to the um, higher service level. But if you're only going to use, like you said, a handful of things, just buy them separately. Um, before Apple One, I actually did um, buy all those things separately. I had Apple Music, which was like $10 a month. And the storage, I think, was only, I don't, that was not very expensive at all. Maybe that maybe that was $9 a month, something like that. But um, so when I added up them individually, it was better for me to go with the big package of Apple One and get all of it and um, not pay for them separately. So I, again, I think it's uh, what you need to figure out is if all of these services are um, something you will use on a regular basis. Like I use these on a regular basis. I use Apple News every day. I use uh, obviously the iCloud storage every day. I use Apple Music every day. You know, so I use the majority of the services pretty much all the time. So um, it's a benefit to me to have those uh, have that big package. So that's what I can tell you. I can't. You know, I can't say, yes, you should upgrade when you've already broken it down into individual packages and those might be better for you. So anyway, I'm sorry it's taken so long to get back to your question about that, but, you know, I've been busy. So, for example, um, mid-August, we went to New York City, uh, August 11th. So I last podcasted on, or I posted on August 1st, and then then I had um, other stuff we had. Uh, we were meeting with our... Um, lawyers for uh, life planning, stuff like wills and stuff. That was one day. We went to uh, wineries with a friend on another day. I had to go to the dentist and have a crown restored. Um, And then we went to New York on August 11th. And let me tell you, I mean, this may be a long podcast. So um, for those of you who like the short ones, you might have to break this up into two podcasts. But we went to New York City on the train on August 11th. Now, I was going to say, um, this vacation, we were there from August 11th and came home on August 16th. It was the second best vacation we have ever been on. New York City is just freaking amazing. I love it there. Um, so we took the train up on the 11th, and it was like we took the Acela train, which is the fast supposedly the high speed train to New York. And it did, it only took like three hours and 10 minutes to get there when it's normally like a five, maybe five, five and a half hour drive up there from, from DC, I think. Um, so the train was great. We had great seats. Um, we were in the, um, well, we went business class. So we had like a table, could set up our laptops and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And then they had the dining car was right next to our car. So we, um, could just walk in there and grab some snacks and stuff. And, you know, before you knew it, you're in New York City and at Penn Station. Um, so then when we when we got in, we um, 
took an Uber, which was outrageously expensive. The Ubers in New York, I don't, I'm sure it's because of um, the amount of people who are taking them. They're, they're so expensive. Like it costs us $44 to go from Penn Station to our Airbnb. And our Airbnb was in, um, I don't think it's Central Harlem, but it's, it was in Harlem. But it was like eight blocks from Central Park. So it was just, I think it was just technically in Harlem. But I mean, the, the address was Harlem. And actually, it was a very nice um, Airbnb. It was much bigger than we really needed. It was three bedrooms and three bathrooms. Um, the air conditioning wasn't the greatest, I have to say, because it was really, really hot the days that we were there until, I guess, the first two or three days. It was really hot. And then it got cool. Then it was really nice. But so that was on Thursday. We went um, went to the Airbnb, and then we went to the uh, the Whole Foods, which was like, I don't know, four blocks away, we walked walked over there and bought some groceries and stuff because this this um, Airbnb was a condo. It actually, it was a two-story condo um, with a full kitchen and, as I said, three bathrooms and three bedrooms. But um, so we did that, and then that evening we went to, what did we do? I can't remember if we went out for dinner. Well, I know we went to a wine bar. Um, oh, yeah, we went out to dinner and then we went, because there was all these restaurants all right, right around Harlem. And you could walk to them. They're like, you know, three, four blocks away. Like nothing, you know, nothing at all when you're uh, living there. So I can see why people don't have cars. Well, we would not have been able, we did not rent a car. We would not have been able to have a car. There's no parking around there. So anyway, we walked somewhere. I can't remember where we had dinner that night, but um, I'm sure it was good. And then we went to a wine bar. And while... Um, at the wine bar, I was hearing all kinds of stuff. For example, we, um, we sat outside on the sidewalk at the wine bar. And right next to us was uh, like the, the grates from underground. And you could hear the subway going by underneath us. And then they had the street blocked off. And there were people talking in the street. And I, they, were, they had like set up a, a movie screen. They were having a movie night. I guess, was that Thursday or Friday? I think that was actually Friday. But anyway, um, so anyway, I record a little bit of audio from this, like I'm calling it the sounds of Harlem. But um, you can hear, if you listen carefully, you can hear the subway going by. And it's just a couple seconds long. So just l listen to this um, audio that I recorded outside on the street in Harlem. See, that's the subway going by. was holding my phone towards the grate where the sounds were coming from. Then people were talking, car horns. There were some kids running around. Anyway, that's about it. It was kind of cool, actually. I, I thought the sounds were um, pretty wild. So, um, I mean, we enjoyed it. We were drinking our wine and just enjoying the sounds. So... That was either Thursday or Friday. But anyway, on Friday was our museum day. And we went to, we started out the morning at the Guggenheim, um, again, which wasn't that far away from us, but we took an Uber and I think it was $12 or something like that. But the Guggenheim, oh my God, I was so impressed with the Guggenheim. We, I had bought tickets ahead of time, so we are, didn't have to stand in the big long line, but they had a security line. Uh, the place opened, I think at 11, maybe it was 10, 10 or 11. 
And the initial line to get in, you had to go through security. So um, we had we did have to stay in line. But once we got in, we took the elevator to the top floor because it's like six, I think it's six floors, maybe seven floors. Maybe it's just six. Anyway, and you know, I don't know if you're familiar with the Guggenheim, but it's like this spiral ramp that starts at the top and you just walk all the way down and see all these different works of art and stuff. And um, they, they were currently having a Kandinsky um, retrospective, I guess, or whatever. And so like two or three of the floors were just filled with Kandinsky paintings and I just loved it. Um, I mean, we would stop and read the little things and look at the artwork and just worked our way down. When we got about halfway down, they have a little cafe in there. So we went in there and had a little snack and then came back out. And then the, it started another um, uh, set of uh, artwork. And I can't remember the, it was a lady, uh, I can't remember her name, but it was kind of like Spanish art. Um, that was okay, but I really, really, really enjoyed the Kandinsky. I mean, I took all kinds of pictures with my phone of the Guggenheim and it's just cool. I might um, add a picture to um, with this post on the website. So you have to go look at the pictures on the website. Actually, I did, I did post pictures on Instagram one day. I think I posted like 10 pictures. So you probably may have already seen them. But anyway, after the Guggenheim, we had tickets to go to the, uh, go to MoMA, which is the um, Museum of Modern Art. And that place was overwhelming. I mean, it was, I was just, it was too much to see. Like you would have needed two or three days to get through that entire museum. So, because um, they had like five or six floors of exhibits as well. So we looked at the, uh, you know, like the, uh, whatever, whatever it's called, the menu or the, not the menu, the um, thing that tells you what's, what's being displayed on what floor. And we chose a couple floors to go to and then we went, you know, up and down um, and looking at the different things. And I mean, everything from Picasso to, um, Jackson Pollock and um, Calder, the uh, uh, the guy who does the um, sculpture things. Um, it just it was. I mean, as, as much as I enjoyed the Guggenheim, I think MoMA was just overwhelming, and it was just too much. I mean, I did enjoy it, but I was just thinking we need a we need like two more days to to do this. So we saw what we wanted to see, and then um, we got tired by like I don't know two thirty three o'clock. We had been walking in the museums for four hours or so and decided we would go to a little, another little wine bar, but this one was downtown or midtown. I guess it was midtown Manhattan. And, um, there were businesses all around and it was like in this little, um, courtyard where there's all these big buildings around. And again, we sat outside and just had a glass of wine. And then we had plans to eat at, um, eat at home that night. So we cooked, Oh no, that was so that was um, Thursday night. We did the wine bar and the sounds of um, Harlem. And then Friday night we cooked in. We stayed in and cooked. I think we had um, steaks and um, uh, long grain and wild rice. Just simple, simple meal. And then, well, and also each morning we ate breakfast at the condo because um, we didn't want to spend all that much money on food and stuff. So but that's why we went grocery shopping. So we had like, you know, eggs and bacon and stuff. Anyway, so then on Saturday, the 13th, that was our day to um, go to um, a show. So we had tickets to see Wicked at two o'clock a matinee. 
So we kind of had a leisurely morning, and then we went, um, got an Uber down to the theater. We went to the Gershwin, Gershwin Theater. I don't know that that's actually on Broadway, but it seemed like it because there were some other um, theaters around there, with, uh, you know, with different shows. Well, the thing is, there were like a million other people there at 2 o'clock to see uh, Wicked. Excuse me. And... Um, but the thing is, you, you had to get in line. We, again, I got tickets ahead of time, so we already had our tickets on the phone, you know, the little QR code on the phone, and got in line. But as soon as they opened the doors, they went really fast to get to your seats. And we had absolutely no problem finding our seats. We were in at, um, the mezzanine level, like right in the center. Um, I think I even posted a picture of uh, how, how much we could see the stage and stuff. And then we, you know, watched the show, and it was freaking amazing. I can see why people love Wicked. The move, uh, the um, the whole storyline was very creative. When you think about, um, for those of you who have seen Wicked, I mean, I know we're, I know that we are um, late to the game in terms of seeing Wicked and um, enjoying the show, but we we had a great time. We loved it. At the um, intermission, we ran out and got a quick snack because they only give you fifteen minutes, and I had to go to the bathroom. So. Um, Ran out, my husband got in line to get a treat, and I went to the restroom. And then before you knew it, they're blinking the lights, and it's like, okay, back to your seats. And the second half of the show, the, the show itself was like three hours and, I don't know, 20 minutes long or something like that. But it was amazing. It was very fast-paced. It was lots of singing and um, lots of action. Things were, uh, you know, a lot of stuff going on. There were flying monkeys across the stage. I mean, all kinds of stuff. And I just, I really loved the story. Um and we just, you know, we just had a great time. It was just amazing. So after that, we um, had made plans to go to a restaurant um, in Harlem. So we had time to go from the theater to Harlem. I think we even got there at like 5.30. So um, and we sat outside again. And this was, um, it was an Italian place. And we sat outside and our waiter came over and he looks at me. And he says, you've been here before, haven't you? Of course, I had not, but I played along and said, oh, yes. And I was wondering, um, you guys got rid of the um, fried mozzarella on the uh, appetizer list? He goes, yeah, we'll, we'll bring those back later. So the whole night we were sitting there and um, enjoying our dinner, the guy thought I had been there before. <laughs> he said, make sure you come back. <laughs> I was like, I've never been here before. The last time I was in New York City was in 1995. So, yeah. And even then we didn't do restaurants or anything. So anyway, but I had an amazing lasagna um, at that restaurant. I'm trying to think of the name of it. I can't, it's like Set, set Pani or something like that. I, I don't remember. But we had a wonderful bottle of wine. My husband had... Um, um, Bolognese, uh, something Bolognese, Bolognese, or whatever it's called. It's like noodles and red sauce, whatever. But we just had such a great time, and um, we hung out. The, the place was not crowded at all. And we were surprised because when we were looking up restaurants online, this it had like five stars or four stars or something like that. And um, you know how when you go to Google, it shows you the busiest times. It looked like that was going to be the busiest time, but it was a Saturday, and I thought... Where are all the people? That, I mean, there's only like four other couples there. Um, maybe it was the time because I said we did get there like 5.30. That's kind of early for dinner. Well, not for me, but for, you know, other people. So we had um, dinner, we had wine, um, and then we were able to, and the thing is we walked to the restaurant. It was like two blocks from the condo. 
And by the time we left, it was dark and we walked back to the condo. And you know how people, uh, you know, make you worry about safety in New York and um, especially when you hear the word Harlem. Harlem was beautiful. We loved that area. And we didn't have any problems with anything. We were not mugged. We were not harassed. Nothing. It was so great. And I kept thinking to myself, you know, from because I'm 58 and I have history of hearing about Harlem years and, you know, 30, 40 years ago, like that was the bad place to go. But this place was gorgeous. The buildings were amazing. The people were amazing. The restaurants were great. I mean, we just had such, such a good time. Um, one thing I did notice, and my husband confirmed this for me, I said, I said to him at one point, I said, Harlem is really gay because there were lots of uh, relatives, let's say, um, you know, gay people around. And, you know, they were like the, the waiter at the wine bar, he was gay and he was like, I think he was hitting on my husband, but um, it was, and we were just, it was just fun. We were just having fun. So that was Saturday. We had a great time at the show and then at dinner and then um, went back home and, uh, you know, checked email and stuff and then went to bed. Then on Sunday, the 14th, that was my bird watching slash enjoy Central Park day. So my husband wanted to sleep late. So I said, I'm just going to go by myself. So I you know, took my big camera and I had done some research ahead of time. And I took an Uber to Central Park. I wanted to go because um, there, you know, certain areas of the park like the Ramble and uh, the North. What's it called? The North Garden or North something? I can't remember now. But there were certain areas where you can uh, do a lot of bird watching. So um, I went to the Ramble first, and the Ramble is like this wooded area with with all these paths and stuff. There were, you know. Um, little uh, paths to walk around. And I was getting uh, myself a little lost in there and I did not see very many birds. It was very hot that day. And um, I was sweating like pig and there were tons of people around. I mean, Central Park was mobbed when I was there on Saturday. Oh, that was Sunday, Sunday the 14th. But, you know, I spent a couple hours there and walked around and um, I think I only took like, like five or five or six pictures because I couldn't really find any birds. I, this is not the best time to go bird watching in Central Park because migration hasn't quite started yet. Um, I talked to a couple people who were bird watching as well, and they said, "Yeah, this is not the best time to come to Central Park. You need to come the first week of May or like the last week of September, first week of October is when the migration's in full swing, and you can get a lot of you know a lot of different kinds of birds." So. I, even though I was disappointed with the birds, I had it was the uh, park itself was just beautiful, and I, I know I posted like my one of my best pictures I've ever taken um, of Central Park. I got you know because I was walking these paths in, in back you know like the back area, not not um, like I didn't go to the Bethesda um, Fountain when I was doing my bird watching. We went there later, but um, so I posted this really amazing picture of the buildings that are like on uh, Fifth Avenue or it was either Fifth Avenue or Central Park South or Central Park West. Or I can't remember which, what street it was on, but um, I think they are well-known buildings. And they, I had, um, I was like shooting across the pond and got a great 
reflection in the pond. So it was just a beautiful picture. I thought it was the best picture I've ever taken. Um, and I know I posted that, so look back somewhere and find that. Um, or I'll post it again on the website. So then I go back to the condo. It's about 11. I take a quick shower, and then um, my husband's already been showered and stuff. And then we went back to Central Park, but this time we went farther down and went to the um, Central Park um, Boathouse, which was on a pond. I don't remember what pond it was, but they have a restaurant there, and we decided we would have lunch there. So, um, again, it was crowded. It was packed because we were there about 1230, of course, so everybody was eating lunch then. And that was on Sunday as well, the 14th. And, again, we had just such a wonderful time at the um, Boathouse restaurant, it, and we sat right next to the pond, and there was all these big, big-ass fish swimming around the pond. And right next to the restaurant is a, um, a boat rental place, and you see these people paddling their, you know, rowing their boats around the pond and stuff. It was just gorgeous. I mean, the food was delicious. We didn't have to wait too long to get a table. Um, everything was just perfect. The, the weather was really nice by that time. The humidity had lifted some. And we were sitting outside just enjoying it. I mean, it was just amazing. If you go to Central Park and you want to have a good restaurant, the Boathouse, I think it's called the Boathouse Restaurant. You know, I do have pictures of that somewhere uh, with the name of it. I should really look at that and see. Um, let's see, where is that? Oh, yeah. the Oh, the Lowe's Boathouse in Central Park. Yeah. The low L O E S the Lowe's Boathouse in Central Park, um, yeah. I mean, I, I maybe I'll post another picture because I took a picture of that. And then we after after lunch, we walked around Central Park, and I wanted to see the um, Alice in Wonderland statue because when I was there in 1981, not, not yeah 1981. No, I guess it was really 82. It would have been January of 82. Um, when I was with a high school trip and my parents were the um, chaperones. Um, we went, to, we were walking through Central Park and we saw the um, Alice in Wonderland statue. And I, I wanted to go back to that. So anyway, we found that. I took a bunch of pictures of that. Of course, kids were climbing all over it, so I couldn't really get um, the statue by itself. But it was cool to see that. Then um, we were walking around some more and I wanted to walk closer to... Um, the, I guess that would be the south end of the park because um, you can see the uh, skyscrapers on Billionaire's Row. And I've watched these videos on YouTube about all these different um, high-rise, outrageously expensive condos. Like, And the one that I had just seen recently was the Steinway Tower, which is supposedly, um, I think it was the... It's the tallest residential uh, skyscraper in New York City, I think. But um, I looked up, as we were there, I looked up a little bit and found out that it, there's only 60 condos in this massively tall building. So you know they're expensive. I think they start for a studio apartment, $7 million. So anyway, it was cool to see that. Now you can see the other ones that I had seen. Um, I can't remember the names like uh, I think it's 234 West 57th Street or something like that. But if, when you're in the park and you're looking towards that direction, you can see them all because they're all so tall. And, and I recognized, not by name, but by, by sight, all of these buildings that I had seen videos on YouTube about. So um, it was really cool. 
So then we um, walked around some more, and then we got tired and decided we would take a um, Uber back to the house. And then we went out to dinner again that night, again, another restaurant in Harlem. And what was the name of that one? I can't think of it. I don't know. But um, we were eating outside again. I think we just had a charcuterie, like a charcuterie tray, and I had French fries, and we had um, bread and um, olive oil to dip in. Actually, yeah, I see a picture here. Yeah, that's what we had because I took a picture of the food. <laughs> And my husband holding up his wine glass. Um, then that night, after that, because that was in the evening, then we went to another wine bar and um, sat out. This was a different one. And this one was um, gay-owned and operated. And um, the guys knew, obviously knew we were a couple. And they were extremely friendly. And this was in an, on another one of those side streets in uh, Harlem, not too far from the condo. So um, that was fun. I took a picture of the light bulbs, so it must have been at nighttime. Like we didn't leave there until late, um, so that was all all on Sunday. Then on Monday, we kind of left Monday open because we didn't plan anything. But um, we had talked about going down to um, Washington Square Park and uh, walking around Soho and like the gay area down that way. Um, so we did that, and we went to Stonewall, the Stonewall um, Stonewall Inn, and saw that, and read the little plaque. Then we walked over to um, the little park that's right there where they have uh, statues in the park. And I guess it was after that that we went to um, Washington Square Park where the arch is, and they have a fountain there. Um, and then we walked around some more, and I took pictures of buildings. And then we stopped off at this little pizza place called Two Boots. Uh, what was it called? Two Boots something? Now I can't remember. I wish I could click. Oh, no, it's not telling me. Um, two Boots. I didn't take a picture of the outside of the building. Damn. But one thing that's interesting is um, once we got home and I was you know, watching stuff on YouTube... They had a um, a segment about this restaurant that we ate in. And I was like, oh, my God, that's so cool. It was just a pizza place. We just had some slice because I wanted to have a New York slice pizza. So we each had a slice of pepperoni pizza for our little lunch. And then we walked around. And then I said, okay, I want to go to, because we were not far from, if you pull up the thing on maps, it'll tell you where you're close to. So the building that um, Friends, the, the Friends building, the building that appears in all the uh, openings of the show and, um, you know, multiple times during the show, um, the, the actual building where they filmed it was not that far away. So we walked over and I took a picture of the Friends building. And it's kind of cool because it's, you know, it's like, oh, my gosh, there's there's the uh, Friends building. And then um, I said, oh, there, it also says that we're not that far from the Carrie, Broad, Carrie Bradshaw house from Sex in the City. So we walked over there. That was a couple more blocks to go. And um, I took a picture of that, but that wasn't nearly as impressive to me. Um, and I got a picture of a whole bunch of, I don't know what this, oh, I guess just because the buildings on the street looked cool, I took pictures of buildings. So we pretty much walked around all day in Soho and, uh, you know, the, the gay areas. I'm trying to think of what that's called, not just Soho, but something else. Then we went to a restaurant for lunch and what, what 
of course, there's the I took a picture of the restaurant, but the name is not on it, so I don't know what restaurant it was. And we had lunch out there. I forget. Um, I think I just had a sandwich and wine. Yeah. And then my husband wanted to go to the Triangle Shirt Waste Factory building where they had the fire and all those ladies um, died like in 1914 or something. Um, actually, I, I took a picture of the plaque. What is the year? Uh, oh, 1911. So uh, if you're at all familiar with it, it's the Triangle Shirt Waste Factory building. We walked to that. So that was basically the whole day of walking. And then we took an Uber back to the uh, condo. And this Uber driver went up the Hudson Parkway. And I saw the um, all these, um, well, it was along the Hudson River. And um, you know that sculpture that looks like a basket kind of thing? And it's copper colored. Well, we drove by that. And I took a, tried to take a picture out the window, but it wasn't that great. And then we had um, reservations at... Now, I did take a picture of the building, and it's called, oh, Tartina. Tartina, which is another Italian restaurant. And I had, um, oh, I had lasagna again, because <laughs> I took a picture of it. I didn't realize I had lasagna twice. Um, but it was good. That was a really nice restaurant. The waiter, our waiter was like, um, he. I, I wrote down, because uh, I kept notes of different things. I wrote down that our waiter looked like an Oompa Loompa from the um, Charlie in the Chocolate Factory, um, the Johnny Depp version. He looked like that guy, that, that main Oompa Loompa guy. Actually, he looked exactly like him. He was short like that. And um, yeah, so he looked like that. Oh, ding. Um, so that was our Monday. We had dinner and then we went back to the condo and we had to pack and get ready because Tuesday we were going home. And I had changed the... Um, train that we were riding on to go home because we had to check out at 10 a.m., but our train that we had originally scheduled wasn't until 2 p.m. So we're like, where are we gonna, what are we going to do, drag our luggage all around the city until 2 p.m.? So I paid uh, like an extra $250 to change trains, and we left at 11 a.m. to come home. So it was perfect timing. We checked out. We took an Uber to the train station, found the train. I will say that the... Um, uh, Penn Station, what's that train hall called? Um, I can't think of it, but it was a little confusing. We had to ask people where to go to get our train, which is fine. You know, that's that's what you do. So, um, but this time we were taking a, a regional, eastern regional train or regional eastern train or something, whatever. And this train stopped at every freaking city all along the way. So it took four, like four hours and 20 minutes to get home. Um it was not an Acela, and I have now learned from that experience that the Acela is the way to go. And I think next time we'll go first class and have our own little section. But anyway, that was our vacation to New York, and I absolutely loved it. As I said, it was like my second favorite vacation we've ever taken. We had such a good time, and we didn't have any issues with anything. Like, there were no issues with trains, no issues with... Um, Ubers, uh, all the restaurants had, you know, we made reservations and they, um, you know, had plenty of space. We cooked in the condo. Um, the only thing I did not like about that condo, as I said, was the air conditioning was not very good and the water pressure was not very good in the showers. So, um, you know, 
you, you give up some things to enjoy other things. But again, we had a great time. So we came home on Tuesday the 16th, and we were home by like, no, I guess it was really more like 3.30 when we got home. Well, we got back to um, Union Station here in D.C., and then it was probably 4 o'clock till we got home. But anyway, we had a great time. And then, now I know this is going a little long, actually very long. So I'm actually going to stop there because I do have a whole other trip to tell you about because we got back on that Tuesday and then I left on Friday to go to Chincoteague, Virginia to do a bird watching weekend by myself. Um, and I will tell you about that on my next podcast. So um, thank you for listening. Sorry it's been so long since I um, did a podcast. And um, until next time, bye. <laughs>